Welcome to the podcast. This is the Run to Win podcast. I'm John Lombardi with Chris Kumis. Hello, everybody. It is the 1st of October, 2019. This is episode 7. We actually didn't do anything last week. It just, uh, my daughter was back from college. Um, just unfortunately a lot going on. We just didn't get around to it. Um, this will probably be our only podcast this week. I'm flying up to Green Bay tomorrow. Very nice. Uh, I'm doing a, uh, a charitable engagement in Green Bay. Then I'm flying from there to Seattle, where my father and I are going to drive from Seattle to Tucson, Arizona, where my dad uh, my dad's retired. He spends his winters in Tucson. So we got a couple days in the car as father and son. Maybe we'll do a podcast from the car, just me and my dad. Interesting. Uh, I can interview him about uh, the glory days and all of his experiences in the NFL. Uh, my dad worked for uh, quite a, a couple teams, uh, dating back to West Point in the 40s. Wow. Uh, so he's got some uh, some interesting stories to tell. Someday we'll interview him. I'm not sure we'll be able to do it from the middle of Utah or wherever we are. <laughs> uh, but maybe I can tape something and we can put it up uh, at some date. But uh, again, Run to Win podcast. I'm John. He's Chris. Uh, podcast produced by Caitlin Lombardi, and we're gonna get get into it. Um, last night, Monday Night Football. Uh, I will admit that uh, <clears throat> I had uh, an engagement, family engagement. Did not watch the game. Listened to a little bit on the radio, but from what I understand, and Chris, you you've expressed. Uh, uh, you know, obviously the, the Steelers and the Bengals were both winless going into that game. Of course. Uh, no one really expected much from the Bengals this year, but... You know. Rightfully so after watching yeah. last night. Yeah. Obviously the Steelers' uh, expectations were high for the Steelers. That, of course, assumed Roethlisberger would play. He's out for the year. Um, but I, I still think uh, people expect the, the Steelers to at least be competitive. Um, there is there is some chatter, some talk that if the Steelers do not make the playoffs or have a losing record, uh, that Mike Tomlin uh, and his staff could be out this year. Um, I would expect he'll probably get hired by uh, uh, is it the Panthers? Because the new Panthers owner used to be part owner of the Steelers, and uh, I think if Tomlin's on the street, he won't hesitate to pick him up. Uh, but anyways, you, you watched the game, Chris. You had some thoughts on it. Um, yes, I did, unfortunately, so. watch that game. Um, and, you know, I think we said from the get-go, and I think this was uh, a lot of people's opinion, was why are these two teams playing on Monday night? Um, <clears throat> but thank God for the gambling line and fantasy football and other reasons to watch. Plus, you know, Steelers fans. I'm sure haven't given up on the season. And, and after last night, you know, I, I saw some positives for the Steelers. Uh, obviously, Mason Rudolph managed the game very well. And I think going back to Mike Tomlin, they did a great job helping him to manage the game. He was 24 of 28, 229 yards, two touchdowns. Now, most of those plays were, you know, little dink and uh, dump type plays. But the fact of the matter is this is where going into Cincinnati, um, why not? Uh, Cincinnati could not do anything right in any phase of the game last night, and I was a little surprised that they didn't make any adjustments defensively. Uh, they, I, maybe it's just that they couldn't. They, when they tried to get pressure on them, they couldn't. Uh, they, they just, it seemed like 
guys were wide open for uh, Pittsburgh all night, and it seemed like a lot of times the the cornerbacks were lined up back at the first down marker, you know, and they were giving them that as though they expected the kid to make a mistake, and he just didn't. Um, to show you how bad, uh, for those of you who did watch, that Cincinnati was, the three points they got was off of a fumble that Pittsburgh's running back, uh, I, I'm sorry, I forgot his name. Was it Connor? Uh, James Connor? I mean, it was not Connor. It was the rookie. Um, okay. And uh, they actually had a thing because, uh, who was it? One. Somebody was mic'd up last night. They went over, gave the kid encouragement, said, hey, it's early. You know, don't worry about it. Kid got the ball knocked out on the 10 or 11-yard line, something like that. And I think the the only bright spot on the night was that Cincinnati made the field goal. <laughs> that was it. For um, Cincinnati. It was for, bright for Cincinnati. They couldn't obviously take advantage of the field position. Uh it was now when Cincinnati they received the kickoff they actually moved across midfield you got the feel that okay wow they're gonna compete tonight that was probably one of their best drives of the night except for garbage time later in the game when Pittsburgh was playing Ben don't break which they did get down for a first and goal in which case uh, they wound up a fourth and goal and Dalton threw an interception into the end zone um, to get into how bad, I don't want to spend too much time talking about this except for, you know, it does lead me into uh, another topic I think that I like to talk about in general, which is protecting the quarterback. Andy Dalton was sacked eight times last night. Now, a good part of that was on the offensive line, and some of it was on Andy Dalton. Uh, when they did give him time to throw, I don't think he adapted to the fact that, hey, look, I've finally got time to throw. I've got to get rid of the ball because I don't have that much time to throw. It literally looked like he was running the Statue of Liberty play on a couple of plays and nobody was there to take the ball from him. He just, he's not very mobile at all. He stood back there and just sort of almost expected to get sacked after a while. <laughs> um, he, let's see here, he was 21 to 37, 171 yards, and you got to take into consideration like I said, late, you know, in the fourth quarter, it was probably their biggest drive of the game, and it wound up with no points when, in an interception. So they did absolutely nothing on offense, and they let uh, Mason Rudolph pretty much, when the coaching staff for Pittsburgh allowed him to, pick him apart because they were very conservative with the play calling with Mason. And, uh, you know, I felt like later in the game when uh, Pittsburgh settled for three, they were doing so, they were so exaggerated trying to run out the clock, they, they probably could have went down there and scored again. But I think they were mindful of this kid's uh, confidence and they didn't want to put him in a position to do anything that might hurt that confidence. So, um, But, you know, I think the subject here really is, okay, Mason Rudolph, if he continues to go ahead and be consistent, I mean, they won a game with him. Uh, where's Ben Roethlisberger when he comes back? Oh, well, that's not even a – that's not even – unless he, like, wins 12 out of his remaining games. That's not even a consideration. Well, they're, you know, they're talking about that this kid, hey, this is uh, – this could be the changing of the guard. So what well, do you think? It could be, but it's not going to – as long as Roethlisberger plays as well as he did the last couple years, he's going to be the quarterback there. I, I, don't, I don't even think that's a consideration. Uh, but isn't there a concern about where Roethlisberger is in his career? Is he near well, the there, end? There's always, I mean, uh, every every quarterback goes through that. Eli Manning was going through that the last couple of years, them trying to find a replacement. They're, New Orleans is in that situation. Um, you know, New England, to a degree, is in that situation, even though, you know, 
Tom Brady doesn't look like he's ever going to retire. Well, John, but the, the two that you just mentioned, um, obviously Drew Brees, obviously with the injury and whatnot, but those they, they're not they're not declining. They're, those teams are not declining. They're right there. They're talks about hey these well, teams are playoff. Well, but there's no reason to, to think. You know, granted, Pittsburgh didn't make the playoffs last year, but right. they, I think they went nine and seven. Uh, Roethlisberger threw for over five thousand yards. Right. Um, you know, they just they have some issues, and and uh, you know, Baltimore I think uh, played well in that division last year uh, and they just didn't make it yeah. they just you know but I don't think there's any reason to think Roethlisberger isn't going to be better than Mason Rudolph okay uh, but the one thing I will say about Pittsburgh they did show some major signs of life which I think goes back to uh, Tomlin going ahead and getting these, get these guys ready to play I think he's a he's a very good coach uh, so you know, if, if something, if for some reason they do not come back, and which I think, hey, I don't think it's over in Pittsburgh. Now, granted, they were playing the Bengals last night; they looked good. But you know what? This team, they showed up to fight. They looked like uh, they, by no means, have written themselves off. So this could be interesting. And you got to remember the uh, what's the uh, top team in that division? They're two and two. There's two teams yeah. at two and two. So now they're one and three. So they're a game out. So. Pittsburgh fans, by all means, you know, not going ahead and throwing it's not in a towel over, yet. But again, if uh, you know, they've just got to manage him. Connor, a running back, you know, they got to run the ball. Mm-hmm. They've got to find another receiver um, and go from there. So let's let's just talk a little bit about uh, last week. We already talked about Monday night. Let's go back to Thursday. Eagles, Packers. Um, Eagles season again you know it's not a loser leaves town for the Eagles if they lost that game they were one and two um, Cowboys were three and all kind of running away with it obviously the Giants are two and two but I don't think anyone expects them to to be competing in that division and the Redskins look dreadful so uh, <laughs> but they go in the Lambeau they beat the Packers a um, couple things I thought were interesting in this game uh, Rogers threw an interception <laughs> in the end zone with 20 seconds left, which is something he doesn't do. Right. And then earlier, if, I, if I've got my statistics right, they had first and goal on the one-yard line, and he, had, he threw four incompletions. I do remember that, yes. And, um, you, know, again, you know, I think Aaron Rodgers over the last 10 years has played, and, and I should I, – he was injured last year, I think, a little on and off. But when he was healthy and at his best, and I'm talking regular season here, I don't think there's ever been a quarterback who played better than he did. I can't argue with that. Yeah. He did things and made things happen that we've not yet seen or we had not not seen until that and point. And I think from, a, uh, from an organizational standpoint, they wasted his talent. Um, they didn't ever put a good enough team around him, primarily on defense, and then from a coaching perspective, mm-hmm. to take advantage of his his talent. But I think if you put him on any team, you put him with Belichick, you put him down in Indianapolis with uh, when Peyton Manning was there, you put him anywhere with anybody, he would do better than any other quarterback who's ever played the game. Now I don't think that makes him the greatest quarterback ever. Right. You know, winning, winning in the playoffs, winning championships, all that I think is what defines you. But of as course. far as making plays, scrambling when he was under pressure, putting a ball where you know, not turning the ball over, that's what was so striking right. about him throwing an interception in the end zone. 
He just doesn't turn the ball over. Uh, and, you, you know, you can – the last couple years he seems to be kind of – I don't know if the head case is the right word or whatever you want to call it. But um, as far as from a talent perspective, I don't think anyone ever did it better than him when he was in his prime, when he was healthy. Um, but good on the Eagles. Th- they were able to pull one out. Packers still 3-1, and one, still first place in, in the north. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we talked about this our last podcast – um, actually, we didn't because we didn't do one last week. But, you know, last week the Titans lost. They looked awful. Uh, everyone was like, should Tannehill go in? Should they bench Mariota? Blah, blah, blah. And I think I said to you, you watch Mariota go out this week, have a good game. You did say They'll that. kill the Falcons. And everyone will be like, ooh, he's turned <laughs> the corner. They're just they're an up-and-down team. And you mention offensive lines. The Titans don't have a very good offensive line. Their left tackle gets back off a PED suspension. Uh, this week, so he's practicing. I'm sure he'll play this week. Uh, whether or not PEDs were the reason he was any good, we'll see. Um, but the you know the Titans just don't have a very good offensive line, and the, the Falcons just are really not a very good football team. Apparently, and you know, and this goes into something that I think we'll just talk about as it goes. We talk about these games, but you know, talking about that offensive line, they gave up zero sacks this week. And Matt Ryan was sacked Which five says times. Probably more about the Falcons' pass rush than the, than the Titans. Maybe so, maybe so. But you know, it, it's it. What I come to realize this week, because I was paying more and more attention to it, it's uh, it. You know, and obviously, it's like a turnover thing. The team that commits more turnovers probably going to lose the game. Uh, you know, the the plus minus on uh, turnovers, and you can say the same. I guess if you look at uh, sacks, you can get a feel for who won the game. But in this case, you know, and you're you're talking about. The up and down of Tennessee I think yeah you know what I did earlier in the season I felt like I was defending Mariota or having to and it's just a case of hey if the guy has some time to throw then you find out what kind of quarterback he is if he doesn't have time to throw I don't know that there are too many guys in this league besides maybe you know Aaron Rodgers or guys with this with incredible escapability who can go ahead and make up that difference I think the Titans are a team that it all depends on who they're playing. True. I, I know that seems you know stupid on its face, but there, there's teams the Titans should beat, and they're going to beat them, and there's teams that they're not going to beat, and they're going to lose, and then there's some teams that they're probably equal, and it just comes down to the breaks and, and whatever. And I, don't, I, you know, I just don't see them doing much, if anything. You know, they, they might have a winning record. They might even make the playoffs, for all we know that. That AFC South is a disaster as far as from week to week. You know, you don't know what those teams are going to do. But, you know, let's go over Mariota's stats real quick. He was 18 to 27, so not perfect, but 227 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. All in the first half. What did Yeah, did anybody score in that game in the second half? I'm not sure. I'm going to look real quick. Um, No. Well, the Falcons. It was 3 0 Falcons in the second half. Next two games I'm going to kind of lump in uh, together. Patriots beat the Bills 16-0. Chiefs beat the Lions 34-30. reason I lumped them together is neither one of them played very well. I mean, you score 34 points to the Chiefs, and you you didn't play very well. Um, Well, I shouldn't say play well. They didn't play up to what's expected of them. Right. And part of that has to do with the Bills, I think, have a very good uh, defense. The Lions... um, Looked pretty good in that game. Stafford played well, as much as I as much as I hate to say that. Um, and but they they scored to go ahead and they gave uh, you know what's his face Mahomes mm-hmm. Mahomes too much time to go down and score, which they did. 
Uh, Mahomes didn't throw a, no, he didn't a throw touchdown. A touchdown. How's that? I was just looking at that. How's that even um, possible? And, you know, Patriots, Bills, uh, uh, Josh Allen got knocked out early. They had to go to Matt Barkley, uh, who unfortunately uh, proved that he's a backup. Um, but both games, you know, both teams are undefeated, but neither one of them played. Everyone's talking about undefeated seasons. Oh, wow. Not yet. I mean, well, I mean, there is talk. There is talk um, that both of those teams could go undefeated. A lot of people have the Patriots and the Chiefs interchangeable at the top, and then there's a big drop off to the third best team in the league. Um, after those two games, you know, I'm not sure uh, that that's the case. Uh, you know, but when you talk undefeated season, you're also talking about going through the playoffs and winning the Super Bowl. So, you know, it, it, that's when sometimes, <laughs> well, this is the NFL. Let me just say that, okay? And any given Sunday, you know, anybody can knock off anybody. I mean, the Bills, 16-10, you know, how excited can you be if you're a Patriots and fan? The about Patriots, it? Although, I think, returned a fumble for a touchdown, didn't they? So it was a weird day there. Now the Bills, probably the biggest surprise in the AF, not probably, they're the biggest mm-hmm. surprise in the AFC East. Uh, yeah, they, 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 they played they, with the I, I like their coach. They play good defense. Um, and who knows if the quarterback had, had not got knocked out, they might have had a. Uh, don't really need to talk about this, I think, that much. Although, who would you know? I don't think the Raiders. Anyone expected the Raiders to be two and two, but they beat the Colts. Colts have some injuries. Uh, I think T.Y. Hilton didn't play in that game, but that was a home game for the Colts. Raiders Correct. came in and scored 31 points. Um, they returned an interception for a touchdown, if I'm not mistaken. The Raiders did. Uh, Chargers, Dolphins, 30 to 10. The Chargers won. You know. Again, the Dolphins are just awful. Same Giants. Dolphins have not covered a spread, by the way, and they've been getting double digits every week. Wow. I, what do you think? <laughs> you, you start any game the Dolphins are in uh, with – you just started at 14, two touchdowns? Yes. Yeah, probably. Oh, well, unless they're playing the Jets, which they will twice. So, you know what? I, I would say, listen, the Jets this week, they're getting 14 and a half from uh, – uh, let me see. NFL. Okay, forget it. Doesn't matter. But, well, but we, we can talk. We'll talk about. Bad. We'll talk about next this this coming weekend. They're playing the Philly. Giants beat the Redskins. Uh, Daniel Jones didn't play great. I think he threw two interceptions, but he's doing enough. Um, you know, everyone should beat the Redskins. Uh, they put Haskins in. He threw three picks. True, but let's go back to that. Uh, but hold on, hold on. Yeah. There, again, there's talk out there that uh, Jay Gruden's going to get fired. Probably this weekend uh-huh. if they lose. Yeah, I can see that. But you know, Giants are two and two. They yeah, well, and that's that's what I want to talk about. Daniel Jones comes in, and all of a sudden, Giants are a new football team. I mean, they go on the road, beat Tampa. Was it they beat Tampa last week? Yep. Who Tampa turned around, beat the Rams in L.A. this week. So yeah, well, Tampa's they, they not as Tampa, bad as we think. Tampa was up by 18 points in that game, and the and the Giants came back and won. So yeah, so this the quarterback change there, which we had talked about this going into that week uh, and then you know so what a big difference I mean and it makes me ask uh, and I'm not trying to be funny was was Eli that bad or, or is this I, what's going on I here? think that was institutional loyalty that kept that going on um, so he was that bad. I mean this is a big difference for the way this team played the first two weeks and then the last two weeks. I think uh, and I can't think of his name at the moment the co- the coach who was there before Schumer Shermer Schumer Pat Shermer he wanted to bench Eli three years ago. Now, granted, I think Gino 
Gino, uh, you know, the, the guy the Jets took, Gino Smith. What, Gino Smith oh, was gosh. the backup, which is def maybe not an upgrade. Uh, I think Shermer's <laughs> probably wanted to bench him, at least for this year. And he finally, you know, got his wish. Um, so, yeah, you know, is Eli that bad? I don't think it's really a question that this kid can do things. You okay. know, against the I didn't of course I didn't see this game. I wasn't going to watch this game. Uh, but I watched a lot of the uh, the uh, Tampa game when he played and he made some plays with his feet. He scored the winning touchdown, I think like a 10, 15 something yard run. Eli's not doing that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and you know Saquon Barkley's out. And the kid they brought in Wayne Gallman, he scored two touchdowns. Um, so, you know, again, I don't think the Giants are going to, you know, challenge anybody. But, you no. know, let's see how long this kid can keep it up. Yep. No, that would be interesting. Uh, Browns, Ravens, you know, they kind of battle for first place in the uh, the AFC North. Um, Both 2-2 two and two now? Yeah, Browns scored 40 points. Ravens uh, had 25. Nick Chubb just ran all over the place. Um, you know, the... Browns, I don't think, have a very good offensive line, so it makes you think what's up with the Ravens' defense. I don't well, think their secondary is very good. So, uh, and Lamar, as exciting as Lamar Jackson is. A couple of picks, four sacks. Yeah. Uh, going back a week before that, when Cleveland played the Rams, whatever night that was, you know, that was a game Cleveland almost stole. Uh, now... Which and I, I want to talk about yeah. when we get to the Rams. Okay, sure, sure. We'll get back to that then. Yeah. All right. Because I think it says more about the Rams than it does about the Browns. Uh, Panthers squeak one out over the Texans. The Texans are 2-2. Two and two. Um, I don't think people I, expected more. Well, they played the Saints, and, and Breeze played, and that came down to the, you know, the, the last play of the game, more or less. Right. Um, but they just can't protect the quarterback, the Texans. Um, Kyle Allen played okay for the Panthers. Has uh, played okay. Uh, yeah, I'm looking now. Yeah, Watson was sacked six times. Wow, and he's a mobile guy. Yeah. Uh, so that's a problem. If he wasn't. That's a problem. Um, now here's one for you. Mm -hmm. Cam Newton comes back. What do you do? <laughs> well, this is you know, I think Cam Newton comes yeah. back and yeah. Uh, I want to skip the Bucks Rams game because I do want to talk about that a little. Seahawks beat the Cardinals 27-10. That's you know. Yep. To be expected. Uh, Bears. Okay. Trubisky gets hurt early. Chase Daniel comes in. Uh, Chase Daniel's made a lot of money as a backup quarterback. He signed two or three big contracts with the Eagles, the Chiefs, and now with the Browns to be the backup. Um, I watched this game, John. Yeah. It was, I thought he played well. He had a lot of checkdowns, but he was accurate. He knew where to put the ball. Um, he's obviously, he's been coached by my brother. Let's just put it there. Well, there you for go. many years. <laughs> when he was down in New Orleans. Oh, excuse yeah. me, dropped my pen. Uh, but I think, you know, again, you got to be worried if you're a Vikings fan. Yes. Uh, and, and Bears have a great defense. Both sides of that. First of all, and I said this from the beginning, I, I think this Bears team is pretty, pretty solid. Uh, well, here's, here's what i got to ask you. Yeah. Um, if you're a Bears fan and you saw Trubisky get hurt, what were your feelings? What were your emotions running? Were you like, yay? Well, I don't think so until you saw uh, well, the rest yeah. of the game. Yeah. Um, because I'll be honest with you, I had the Vikings in a teaser, a whole other story. And when I saw him go out, I thought, yay. You're gonna win because I game. thought I was going to win the bet. Little did I know how poorly uh, 
Cousins was going to play and the, the rest of the Vikings. Yeah, it was just to dominate. The, the, the Vikings, uh, the Vikings, the Bears, I think you got to put them up there. And uh, in spite of their, you know, uh, ineffective quarterback play, obviously they're not anywhere near, uh, you know, top level quarterback play. Their defense is really good. Their oh, yeah. special teams is really good. Uh, but uh, you know what? Going back to the Vikings there. And granted, this might be more topical, not to get us off track, but, and let's, I mean, Kirk Cousins, he's looking at a guaranteed 84 million for three years. Wow. I mean, I just don't get it. Uh, I'm sorry. Well, it's, again, we're going to talk about this a little in the Rams because they gave uh, uh, Goff a big hundred million dollars too yeah um, oh definitely i've got that jaguars too. broncos jaguars win 26 24 last second field goal that's twice the broncos have lost on last second field goals not the broncos uh, year they're 0 and 4 jaguars the the mustache gardner Minshew. he's like the most exciting player in the nfl i see him doing things with uncle rico on espn um so jaguars are two and two i think uh no one would have expected that uh, with a backup quarterback, maybe if Foles hadn't got injured. But how do you feel for Foles? Okay, he's he does all this stuff, still can't, you know, they don't go with him in Philly. They, Wentz is their guy. He gets to sign a big contract in Jacksonville, doesn't make it through, what, the first quarter, second quarter of, of the first game, and now this kid comes in. He's He played well yeah. uh, in, the, in their uh, loss. And then they've won two games with him. So um, it's pretty exciting. Yeah, uh, Minshew was 19-33, two TDs, no picks. Got sacked five times. Uh, and Flacco didn't get sacked at all. Because I was going, I sort of had a theme going with protecting the quarterback. But there are a couple of, of exceptions this week. This is one of them where Minshew gets sacked five times, gets out of there with the win. And Flacco was well protected. He Well, Flacco was... 22 of 38, three TDs in it in a pick. Okay, there's didn't get sacked. Two games. So I didn't watch that game though, so it's yeah, a little either. hard. It's the there's context. There's two games left. Let's talk yeah. Buccaneers 55, Rams 40. Um, you know the Rams, like you said, not lucky, but you know the Browns might have been able to win that game. They beat the Saints when Breeze gets hurt early, and that game was actually closer than the score. I think it was 27 to nine, maybe that game was. That was closer to the score, and um, you know, I just I would be concerned uh, if I was a Rams fan. I, you know, everyone's like McVay's the best coach in the league, next to Belichick. Uh, they've got the best defensive player in the league, uh, but they're not balanced. Gurley is not. You know, they gave him a bunch of money, and he's not really living up to the hype. Goff hasn't lived up to the hype. You know, they had a bunch of turnovers. Just, you know, again, I was I saw this game a little bit. It was on the Red Zone channel. Obviously, mm-hmm. with this many scores, you saw a lot of it. But it just looked bad for the Rams. Well, going back to that game in Cleveland, there was a particular situation that I saw. And granted, this goes back to the play calling as well, where, you know, it looked like the Rams could run out the clock with one or two first downs. And Goff drops back the pass and throws about a, I would say, a good 25-yard pass, and it was picked off. 
which gave the uh, the Browns a chance to come down and win the game, but they did not. They came down, and I think they had a end goal situation, and it didn't work out. But I'm concerned there with the game the game management uh, from the quarterback's point of view. Where do you think that's a good idea to throw a pass like that in that situation with the game on the line when you need a few yards for a first down that might run out the clock? Um, I've said this, and I actually was going to say it, and we didn't have a show last week, but, yeah, it goes back to Goff, and it comes back to this number that they threw out. So he's looking at a four-year, $134 million extension on the contract. Where is that warranted? This is such a small sample size. This goes back to the Denver situation with, help me out, Denver guy behind Manning that year and then they oh, all these Paxton. teams do now oh uh, yeah the heist <laughs> I I can't even think of his name it's he's so irrelevant now yeah. and this is just a strange situation because what it comes back to is this kid plays on a good team so where does general management make this evaluation and believe me I know that there's not a lot of great options out there Four years, $134 million. And I just don't think, okay, let's go over his numbers this week. He did have to throw the ball a ton. Uh, 45 of 68, 517 yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions. But he doesn't seem as though he reads the defense as well as someone you'd want to pay that much money to. And it is a concern. And, uh, you know, we saw the Super Bowl last year. Obviously, it looked like a deer in headlights. I just don't know where they thought, hey, yeah, we got a lot of this I don't know what the up. rush was either. It Me neither. like he was about to leave for free agency. Okay, so last game, of uh, Sunday night game, Saints-Cowboys. Yep. 12-10 uh, you know, to 10 score. Uh, probably, I don't think anybody expected that. Yeah, that was well below the under. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm not sure anyone expected the Saints to score a ton, but... Um, and granted, they've played. Uh, who have the Cowboys played? The Giants, oh, and the, the Redskins, and oh, the Dolphins. Yeah. So, so, so they. So the, the hype around the the Cowboys could have been somewhat uh, uh, inflated. Of course. Uh, but the Saints played really good defense. Yes, they did. Teddy Bridgewater uh, had an interception, but he put that pass right in Ted Ginn's hands. The, oh, yeah. The, the guy just destroyed oh, it. The ball went flying That's not on Bridgewater yeah. at all. That's yeah, one and of it's those. really not even on Ginn, quite frankly. He got destroyed. Um, you know, I I love watching that game and seeing they kept flashing to Breeze, making like, you know, anxiety looks and, you know, <laughs> like just that. being upset because things weren't going their way. But the Saints did what they had to do. Uh, and, and pulled it out. They are three and one. They won both games without Breeze. Uh, looks like they've got maybe another four games. They're playing, uh, and this will transition into uh, this upcoming week. They're play playing Tampa. The, the Buccaneers in At New home. Orleans. Um, I gotta believe. Um, I gotta think they're gonna win that game. Uh, you know they. You know when you get these division games. The teams know each other well. Um, they can sometimes be closer than, than yeah. maybe the talent level. But i got to believe the Saints are going to win that well, game. They so. opened as a five-and-a-half point favorite. They're down to three. So I don't know if there's a significant injury that they're not indicating here. But that's a weird line move there, considering right now, and it's early, 
89% of the money line money is on New Orleans. But I will say this about the Saints and Bridgewater. This is probably the least surprising. Uh, you know, I was surprised with the Giants situation, uh, the backup coming in and doing as well as he was. I'm not surprised at all, though. He uh, Bridgewater the, uh, against Dallas was 23 of 30. Uh, one interception, which we admit was not his fault. And he was sacked five times, Prescott only once, which was one of the exceptions to the rule. With all of that, this guy was able to manage the game. He's basically, you, you. this is one of those situations where you've got two starters on a team and it's working out for the Saints. He's picking up, you know, where, uh, okay, is he doing what Breeze would do? No, we said that. They would have to adapt to his skill set and they're doing a good enough job here and the defense is picking up the slack. They played excellent. And, uh, you know, I think that this is probably one of the more positive stories in the NFL because you've got a quarterback that's gone down with a time frame in which is very realistic for him to come back while the team is not really missing too much of a beat. Well, they've got um, they got these four games, and then they have the bye. So in theory, he he's got five weeks to come back. So yeah. a total of seven. Um, they have, for lack of a better word, adjusted. I think the coaching staff has done a, a great job. They've yeah. got they've got the uh, the Bucks. Which we talked about. Then they're at Jacksonville, very well. At Chicago, Ooh, October twentieth. That'll be something. an afternoon game, and then they play the Cardinals. So okay. it is. It is four games. They could win three of those they, very easily. They should win two. They could win three. Yeah. So uh, the Bears game should. Uh, it concerns me. Three a and one, so they could be five and three, six and two. Uh, however that works out. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Bears Bears play great defense, but uh, you know I think Chase Daniel and or Trubisky uh, versus Bridgewater, you give the quarterback Definitely position to, to the Saints. Yes. Um, you know, there's a lot of talk that Drew Brees doesn't play well on outside on grass. You don't have to worry about that in Chicago, October 20th. That will be freezing <laughs> right. cold. But, okay, so let's move on. Thursday night, Rams-Seahawks in Seattle. 3-1 uh, and one versus 3-1. and one. That'll be interesting. I think if the Rams lose this, you really got to start concerning yourself. Uh, you know, unless everyone plays well and it's just, you know, it's a 35-32 to 32 game and time just runs out. Um, Cardinals-Bengals, who cares? Well, going back to that Rams-Seattle game, really what it is right now, for the Rams, for me anyway, is a matter of What's the line consistency. That, it was really strange as well. L.A. Yeah, opened as a two-point favorite. Now <laughs> Seattle's a two-point favorite. So interesting. Very strange. It's it's about consistency. That can they not? You know, can they protect the football? Um, you know, for me, and I didn't see the Rams uh, Tampa game, and it was obviously crazy. And I think there was touchdowns every which way you could score them. Well, the Rams were down, I think, by. Three scores mm-hmm. and got it back to within five, and then ended up losing by fifteen. So what so I'm talking was, about, it was like when they got when it got to within five again, red zone channel. I'm like, they're gonna pull this out. Which again, for me, you know, I pulled for the Saints because of my brother. I was like, oh good, Tampa's gonna lose. Um, but you know, I don't like I don't mind seeing the Rams get kicked in the face. It's just a matter of it's not just the turnovers; it's when they're committing the turnovers. And I don't I don't know that this kid 
can handle the stage. I think there were a lot of games last year where no. they were just so much the better team, and it didn't really we're, come we're, down. We're to we're, go, we're talking too much. Let's, let's, okay, let's, sorry. Let's uh, uh, we, we want to get this done. Yeah. Uh, so again, Cardinals Bengals 0 three and one versus 0 four. So someone's gonna win a game, maybe. That's, congratulations. Uh, Bills Titans again. I'm sure we're gonna see a lot of highlights of the Music City Miracle. It's a home <laughs> game for the Titans. Um, I must say, I was at that game. I saw the Music City Miracle in person uh, and still remember to this day, it was an ESPN game, if I'm not mistaken, because it was Theismann and uh, Mike Patrick did the game and my seats were right below uh, the booth where they were doing the broadcast and everyone, of course, was just, you know, was it a backwards pass when they were reviewing it? And everyone kind of, a lot of people turned around to look at Theismann. And he was up there going, and I obviously it's a podcast, you can't see this, but he was like, he was putting his arms up and going, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I still think to this day there's a lot of people who think it was a forward lateral, which I guess if it was forward, it wasn't a lateral, it was a pass. Um, but nevertheless, I'm sure we're going to see a lot about that, it. That was before review, am I correct? No, there was, re- there was review. They did, did they review, review it, that? yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. You know, again, you hear all this. But it's one of those that. It, it's a home it, game. When the refs are like, the if, field, if I yeah. overturn, then now, I can't make it out of the stadium. The funny, I forget who the quarterback was. I can't remember his name, but Flutie had been benched, and I was there with uh, the wife. It was me and my wife, Barbara, and we were there with a friend of mine who was a, was a, was a coach at the time for the Titans. We were sitting with his wife. She took us to the game in, in their seats, and she was just, you know, distraught. And uh, I told her at halftime, I go, and the, the Titans, I think, were winning at halftime. I said to her, I go, you know, if they put Flutie in, the Titans are going to lose this game. And they didn't. They left the other kid in. Uh, Bears at the Raiders in London. So uh, Khalil Mack does not get to go back to Oakland uh, and play his old team. But that will be interesting to see that game. I, I always like uh, – Unfortunately, it's not an early, early game. I always like when they have the London game and you can start watching football at like 9 in the morning. But it's uh, it's noon central time. Uh, and the Bucks Bears are still Saints, undecided we, as we far as who's going to start at QB. There's, we don't know yet. It's got to be Daniel. I yeah. don't think. Uh, uh, Vikings-Giants uh, in New York. Uh, let's see how you know this goes. Uh, Jets-Eagles, uh, you know. I don't think there's a line there. They don't know if Darnold's going to play, right? Oh, well, they, they I had seen an opening of 14 and a half. It's at about, let's see here. Let me see if I can. ESPN doesn't have a line. Uh, yeah, it's it, it, there's a line out at 13 and a half. Either yeah. way, whether he plays or not, the Eagles are going to win that game. The Jets are just, wow, really bad again. Uh, Ravens at the Steelers. Again, we, we talked all about the uh, AFC North. Uh, you know, Steelers are still within striking distance, you know, because Ravens are 2-2, two and two, Cleveland's 2-2. Two and two. A Patriots-Redskins, 0-4 uh, versus 4-0. It's in Washington, D.C. Not much to talk about there. Wow, 15-point favorite on the road. I wonder if ESPN's got him at 16. I wonder if Haskins is going to play again. And if they get blown out, you could probably see Jay Gruden get fired. Uh, Jaguars at Panthers, uh, both expansion teams at the same time back in the day, both two and two, both starting backup quarterbacks. Um, that game's in Charlotte, of course. Falcons at the Texans. Um, 
Falcons couldn't get to Mariota, will they get to uh, Deshaun Jackson? I'd say probably not. Yeah. Deshaun Watson, not Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Watson. Oh, yeah. Uh, Broncos at the Chargers. This, you know, is an afternoon game. This is, you know, growing up. This is one of those games that, you know, used to watch in the afternoon, late afternoon games. Um, not a lot of excitement about this game. The, it's always nice. There's certain teams like the Cowboys are good, uh, Denver's good. Um, so. Packers Cowboys That's the in one. Dallas. That's, That's probably be. the game of the week. Absolutely. Uh, let's see how that goes. If the Cowboys uh, can respond to their uh, kind of disappointing uh, loss, and then Colts Chiefs in Kansas City. Monday night game is Browns Niners. Niners three and zero. Well, it's a little better than last night's matchup. Yeah, sure. that's not a bad game. Uh, my wife, of course, won't let me watch that because I, you know, not allowed to watch games that don't have uh, certain teams in them. By the way, you know, just in general, uh, on topic with these quarterbacks' contracts and whatnot, how about Garoppolo? Do you, uh, you know, this guy's getting twenty-seven point five a year, million that is, of course. And well, you know, he was a backup. Part, part of me thinks most of that, his career. Well, but he's a starter now, and. Uh, I just the think only, it, the it only sh- problem I have with that that salary is did they jump the gun? Did they have to give it to him when they gave it to him? Could they have waited? I think what it speaks to is the urgency that uh, or the concern maybe that general management has in the NFL about how few guys there are out there who can. But where was he going? At that level. No, that's true. I agree with you. I don't believe me. I don't agree with throwing out all that money without at least uh, getting a test test run or a test drive. Yeah. Well, be, I mean, the, the common theme is these are starting quarterbacks getting contracts, and they're all in the same. It's Maybe that's just what you have to pay these guys, regardless of their production. Well, but he really wasn't a starting quarterback yet. Well, but they traded for him yeah. to be the starting quarterback. Yeah. And he I was behind that. Tom Brady. If yeah, Tom Brady got guys. hurt, he would have been the starting yeah. quarterback. I think he was 7-0 and as a starter when they gave yeah, him Yeah, but money. you know, a lot of times when... New England takes on their backup. They pretty much are, you know, of the opinion, hey, we're never going to play this guy unless something really well, bad that, happens. That guy they did draft, thinking that they did not that, that, think that Brady would, would play next? to be 42. Oh, I did. Okay. And I think, uh, um, you know, there's all these conspiracy theories that, like, the owner made him trade him, and they wanted to try and force Brady to retire. And but from coming, Belichick's perspective. Coming full circle, really what I wanted to talk about, and, I mean, we've talked about it here and there, is what it comes down to in football, and it goes back to what you said about what your grandfather said, about the level of importance of the quarterback position. I think there are some organizations that maybe just focus too much on their commitment there and not enough on protecting that man. And, you know, for me, it just comes to... Well, you have to do both. You you do have to do both, but there are some teams that, like, let's take the Bengals last night. What what was that? I mean, you know, it, it just doesn't seem to me that... The Bengals are a poor, a bad organization. That's all you need to say. They yeah. don't do things right. Uh, so, okay, let's shift gears. We're going to come right. back to college football here in a minute, but let's shift sure. gears. Major League Baseball playoffs start today. You've got the the uh, Milwaukee at the Nationals. You've got Woodruff, Scherzer. Uh, that's 7.08 Central Time. Yeah. Uh, winner of that, I guess, on Thursday plays the, the Dodgers. I'm not mistaken. And then tomorrow, Tampa Bay at Oakland, mm-hmm. Morton 
Manea. Is that how you say that guy's name? It's close enough, John. Uh, and then again, Thursday, you've got the to be determined at the, the, the Dodgers, I guess the lower seed. Well, I guess the, the wild card's the lower seed. But, uh, and then St. Louis at Atlanta, right? And then on Friday, Houston plays the wild card winner. Dodgers play again. Atlanta plays again against the Cardinals. Minnesota and the Yankees. So this is Friday. And then Saturday, Houston, Minnesota, New York. So well, as far as today's game, Milwaukee and Washington, you know, you can just look back to how these teams finished the season. Uh, Washington finished eight straight wins. Uh, they, the, Milwaukee's dropped three straight. They have no Christian Yelich, and I just don't think they've shown as though I think let's put it this way Milwaukee sort of limped into this thing whereas Washington full guns a blazing which I get that but you know baseball is so fun it just comes down to it's, oh it's one game hey, it's one it's game one pit you know whoever like whatever pitchers on it's funny how you know everything else is uh best up this wild card boom just yeah, well, the game. only thing that I'm taking from what I just said is it seems as though one team wants to be in the playoffs and one team might be ready for vacation that's all but yeah as far well, as a one game playoff anything can happen i get that yeah. you know did they clinch and they rested some guys yeah, not the, really i think uh, they were sort of in need to go ahead and win some games and i don't think they they could and they really didn't and this has just been sort of a the way their season has gone i've gotten this impression all season with them they just um yeah they don't strike me as the most enthusiastic bunch. Okay, and then tomorrow, Tampa, Oakland. Gosh, uh, that's a closer, closer line there. I'm gonna take the. Uh, I'm gonna take Milwaukee and Oakland. That's what oh, I think wow. is gonna win both games. Wow. Uh, yeah, Oakland's at home. And I think the Astros. I, I obviously win don't like thing. Milwaukee. I, I think I, the Astros are gonna win it all. But... Uh, oh, so you think they're the, gonna win the the World Series? Yeah, I think the Astros are gonna win the World Series. Even with the Dodgers. Yeah. Still in there. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the Dodgers year. Mm -hmm. I, I've said that before, and it just it, it well, goes they, back they to... Well, they won the same amount of games within a game or two. No, 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 it's not about that. It, for me, you know, the Dodgers have been good for quite some time now, and they've been disappointing in the playoffs for the several years, and I just have this feeling that it's different this year and that they're even better than they were and that they can... They, they, I don't know, it's just something about a mindset that they sort of put off this vibe that they want to win it this year. And, yeah, and I think they're going to do it. But, of course, I'm not going out on a, out on a limb by no means because they're – I guess I should have probably looked that up. They're probably the odds-on favorite. I'm sure they are to win this thing. Well, Let's see if I can find that. Once, once they start playing games in, in those final series, those best of – let's look into that maybe next week a little more sure. in-depth. Uh, okay, so college football. Anything from last week? Yeah, Penn State destroyed Maryland. Clemson – Survived in North Carolina two-point conversion to win that game, 21-20. Uh, Alabama crushed Ole Miss, although Ole Miss did score 31 points. Uh, this was shocking. Uh, not that they won, but that Ohio State beat Nebraska by 41 points. Um, you know, Wisconsin survived Northwestern. Auburn doubled up almost, I guess. Not, no, even more than that, Mississippi State. Yeah, that was a little surprising. I mean, I know Auburn's good, but wow, I didn't. didn't Notre know they were Dame that good. Uh, 
Georgia or Virginia, Notre Dame uh, 35, Virginia 20, Washington beat USC, uh, which you know Utah uh, came off their loss to USC last week, beat Washington State pretty handily. I mean the Cougars only scored 13 points. Yikes. Michigan 52, Rutgers 0. Uh, Rutgers fired their coach. Rumors are they're going to hire Greg Schiano again. Really? Or possibly, which is a big news around here, Butch Jones, the former yeah. Tennessee coach. Well, so the only thing I've got about that, you know, I get it. We talked about Jay Gruden possibly getting fired in the NFL. Look, that's the this is the pros, you know. But in college, the timing for me, did they really expect Rutgers to – I don't know, be so much better at this point early on that you would make this change in the middle of a, not well, even in the middle, at the there, beginning. He's been there a little while. No, 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 um, I get that. But it's it's at the beginning of the season. You know, it's almost one of those things where, hey. Maybe they think they got to get their coach. It, I guess. Maybe they have somebody they, they obviously maybe, they have somebody they want. you know, there's probably something that happened. He, he may, you know. You never know. Yelled at a kid. Ah. You give up. Can't do that these days, can no, you? No, no. Okay, let's look ahead to next week. Uh, number 14, Iowa. Number 19, Michigan. That'll be interesting. Um, I'm sorry, who's who's Iowa, where? Michigan? Yeah. 14. Iowa's ranked 14th. Michigan's ranked 19th. Oh, that's interesting, yeah. Uh, Michigan opened as a five-point favorite. They are down to three and a half, so... Uh, people are betting game, on man. the higher-ranked team on Iowa. Okay, let's see. Uh, let's see. What's another good game? Tulane Army. Those are always fun games. Boston College, Louisville, uh, Auburn, Florida, number seven at number ten. Wow. You know, I thought this line would be higher. Auburn opened at two and a half. They are up to three because, of course, you know, majority of the money right now. Well, not money line money. Money line money's on Florida a little bit. Of course, this is offshore. I hadn't checked in Vegas, but uh, yeah, that's got to be the the game of the week. I unfortunately no, here, here's the game. Oh, of the I'm week. sorry. Is there Air a better Force one? at Navy? That's the game. Mm, of the week. Okay, go ahead though. Here's no, um, Florida. The thing that I can't get out of my mind was watching Florida's first game of the season against Miami and how sloppy it was. And I know we can write it off to first game of the season, but I got to tell you, from the way Auburn's slapping people around. I do not know how Florida can win this game. Well, um, let's see. Uh, Georgia, how bad do you oh. think Georgia is going to beat Tennessee? Let's see what the line is first. And uh, let's see. Well, George, wow. This has got to be the most Georgia. This could be the most Georgia's ever been favored over Tennessee. They're sitting at 25 and a half point favorite. And that is at Neyland Stadium, which is almost sacrilegious to go ahead and make Tennessee, that might be the biggest underdog Tennessee has ever been in that stadium by anybody. Michigan God. State ranked 25th, going to the big house to play Ohio State. I guess that's not the big house, that's the horseshoe. Play Ohio State, number four, 25 at number four. Uh, Vanderbilt uh, at Ole Miss, Cal at Oregon, number 13. Uh, and here's Washington and Stanford. Stanford was ranked. They, they, they're not ranked at the moment. Washington's ranked 15th. Here's an interesting thing. I want, I want to hear what you think of this, Chris. Mm -hmm. Tulsa at SMU. Right. SMU is ranked 24th. This is the first time they've been ranked since 
the Pony Express days, the death penalty, Eric Dickerson, Craig James. Uh, well, you know, so the death penalty was given for basically what? They were paying players? Well, or they, they, was they it had, an academic scandal as well? I think it was all of the above. And they, they'd been banged a couple times, and it was just a I, I think what, and this might not have been what you wanted from me, but I got to tell you, considering how much all of this stuff goes on, including, you know, a team that I root for, Miami, all the scandals that have been there, I don't know that there's ever been a team punished that where the punishment uh, basically lingered for as long as it did before they could get back to this point. And I think that, quite frankly, it's... I think to a degree, <laughs> they were singled for, out for many, many years after the the death penalty, and they brought football back. It was not emphasized very much to the point where they were like a glorified, you know, Division three team. I mean, they were better than that. They were a higher division than that. Yeah. They're in Texas. I mean, there was a kid who was uh, two years younger than me. Jason Wolf ended up going there from my high school. Was a running back. Uh, had a pretty good career there. But I, I don't think the, the school itself put much emphasis on trying to get it to where it was ranked. Mm -hmm. um, and then even though they, they have, I think, more recently put money and more emphasis into it, they, they understand uh, they got to be careful because it's, uh, their legacy is pretty bad. <laughs> Well, and that's the thing, you know, I guess that that explains why it took this long to get back here. Uh, but yeah, that's a long time for a program that was at the top to have uh, been out of the conversation for as long as they have. And so this should be interesting to see how they do. Uh, and, you know, the fact that they're ranked can only help going forward with their recruitment. And yeah, yeah, you know, and, so. and I assume they'll be Tulsa, you know, we'll see where they are uh, as the season progresses. Um, I guess that's it for today. Um, I do want to talk, and granted, it's we talked a little bit about it our last podcast, but I think let's see how things go the next week or so, uh, this pay-to-play NCAA thing. Um, you know, let's put that on the, on, on the, on the burner and let that uh, boil for uh, a little bit. And that'll also give week. us a chance to learn a little bit more about it because it's well, extremely yeah. uh, complicated and as far as my understanding how that could ever well, really my understanding is, is that California blessing. has a law that you can make money off your likeness and image. doesn't mean the schools have to pay you like a wage, but if a local car dealership wants to pay you you know, 10 grand mm. to show up twice on weekends and sign some autographs, uh, you should be able to do that. Now, the whole host of issues that that raises, uh, taxes, you know, if, if I'm a player... Do I, can I wear my uniform? Um, really, how much, let's just, you know, take uh, uh, this kid Fields up at Ohio State. You know, he might win the Heisman Trophy. Okay. Uh, or Lawrence over at Clemson. Now, they're, they're big names, and, and I'm sure there's a lot of boosters, a lot of local people would want to attach their business or whatever to that kid. But how much of that, and this is what we'll talk about, how much of that is because of the kid, how much of that is because of the, the name on the front of the jersey. Right, the school. I mean, look at, you know, we have a, a minor league baseball team here in Nashville, and they have guys who are going to go play in the majors, right? No local business is looking to sign any of those kids up. The only reason these players 
and again, this is, you know, you can kind of tell where I'll be next week when we talk about it. The only reason these kids are named is because they play college football at a school that's one of the top people ranked. care about. Right, right. Top ranked programs in the okay. country. So, you know, how much does, let's say I make 10 grand from a local car dealership. Do I get to wear my jersey? Do I have to pay the school any amount of money? Am I going to have a manager? Am I going to have an agent? What is it, their cut? If if somehow, some way I make money and, and I, and let's say I play for UT in Knoxville and I go down to Alabama, do I not have to pay taxes in Alabama? You know, like major know, league exactly. players do. They hey, go listen. they go play a, a, a game in Chicago. Chicago's going to bang them for taxes it's, for those three three games that uh, the Tigers play the White Sox. Right. It's opening quite the can of worms. Yeah, and, and you probably have some states that'll have laws that forbid it. And how's the NCAA going to handle that? Oh, or dude. how are they going to handle it? There's no law in the state of Tennessee, but there's in California. So, UCLA so all the good players go to California to play. Yeah, yeah the NCAA is going to have to do something about it. So, uh, anyways, yeah. uh, again, it's uh, episode seven. Thanks for listening. Uh, again, the podcast is Run to Win. I'm John Lombardi. He's Chris Kumis. Enjoy the ball games. And uh, produced by Caitlin Lombardi. So, thank you.